Hi everybody, welcome back to Starfield Raw. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my amazing co-host. And this, I'm not going to redo the intro for the fourth time. Mr. I didn't explore last week, Rook. Oops, I did it again. I explored that system. <laughs> you went back into it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, sure, we'll hear all about that. And we're joined by our fellow, the, the last member of this dynamic trio, Mr. I forgot to bring Starfield Archon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, but I did. And now I'm sad. He's out traveling for work this week and forgot the drive that contains his game of Starfield. Yeah, I have it installed on a, a portable hard drive so that, like, whether I'm on my laptop or my computer, it's just easily accessible. Except for when you don't have your portable hard drive, then it's not accessible at all. Mm. That hard drive is one of the first things I throw into my bag with my laptop. Well, I got home from work and everything I was doing Saturday fairly late and then left fairly early on Sunday. So packing was done hurriedly. I have um, two internal NVMEs that are one terabyte each. So I got plenty of space. Yeah, the very, I don't. the very first thing I do is if I know I'm leaving the next day early, I'll throw my... Laptop, power cord, and my hard drive into my backpack, and then I'll pack around it. Very nice. Yeah, that's dedication right there. Yeah, I I travel way too much. Like, for my job, I am out and about. Like, for instance, the last three weeks I was out, I was gone for two of those weeks. Then next week I'm going to be in San Diego for three days. Week after that I have to go back to, you know, different places for a day or two. It's just going to be, I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm not feeling well. (laughs) <laughs> but let's get this show on the road, guys. So, I have a whole lot to talk about, so I'll go last like usual. Rook, explored. Yes, Yay! and I put that in big, bold letters. Guess what's but going first. in the show notes. <laughs> yep. But first, I worked on Rook. Let me take a selfie. <laughs> I actually uh, ran around with Rook a little bit more just to actually make sure I'm not having any other bugs or anything. So Forgot exactly... No, I still have that major bug that's not fixed. Oh. But I'm not coming across any other bugs. And when I go to the den and I leave, I'm not having it magically show me on uh, New Atlantis. Um, well, that's good. That's a start in the right direction, right? That, yeah. That is. That's, that's what caused the bug was I went, I left the den, went to my bridge and saw I was on New Atlantis. And that's when I noticed it was missing all that stuff and... It bugged out. Well, maybe this new set of bug fixes that are started in beta today, maybe that's what'll fix We will discuss that. I have that in the notes down below. (laughs) And maybe that's what'll fix the rest of it for you. Worked on my challenge character. Realized I am uh, at least six levels under where I need to be to be able to successfully take on this, this, what's the name of that place? Consolidated Mining Place for Mm. the Rothlosite. Everything, everybody is like level 14 or higher. I'm level eight. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. I had to leave. I'm thinking about starting. That's the, the result Crimson. of playing on very hard. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, you could go do stuff like go do the main quest for a little bit, do some side quests, get leveled up a little bit, and then head back into it. That was my plan. I'm thinking about actually jumping towards the, uh, going to find some, what's it called? Contraband and going to get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Because starts, starts Crimson Fleet and then starts Crimson Fleet quest line. That might be even harder. 
Yeah, the challenge. Crimson Fleet, I'm saving that for last on purpose because it's mm-hmm. a pretty high level. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to do have, make Rook do something that's insane and crazy, just tell him he can't do it. Or it's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all have told no me multiple way times. Can do this this way. Challenge accepted. <laughs> try. Um, so I might, I might try doing the Crimson Fleet quest to see how well that works. Um, and of course, like I said on the intro, oops, I did it again. I have explored. I am one. I got uh, ETA. No, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's uh, beta something. I can't remember the name of the planet now. I got that system to finish. Once that system's done, I'll have the branch out point right above soul complete. Then I'll start working even further uh, to the right on the map and start getting into the really cool stuff. Um, I gotta say, the new lighting makes the photos I can take a lot cooler. I'm loving it. But it's not a game changer for me. No, it's not a game changer, but it's a quality of life fix that it just gives more visual appeal. Yeah, but people were saying it feels like a new game, and it really doesn't. It's just a better-looking game is all it is to me. Um, and it makes my photo album look so much better. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that some of the pictures that we've been getting on Discord have been look looking pretty sharp. Yeah, I got one that I, I really like that I took, or the one where I'm inside the arch with the moon right behind my guy. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I like but the Drusilla stuck of Sarah that, down on the ground. That <laughs> says, oops, I did it again. At first, on my phone, I was I looking at Drusillus. <laughs> I was looking at Drusillus's photos that he loaded, and he has one that, on my phone, with the small image, it looked like it was a real life image, not something you see in a video game. But then I look on on computer, and it looks like a video game. But still, <laughs> the the lighting does make a difference. It's just not a huge game changer like uh, it was made out to be before. But it's it, it, I gotta admit, it ma- makes my exploration more fun. <laughs> Looking through a lot of your pictures, and they do look really photorealistic. Some mm-hmm. of them really do. The I graphics enhancements, I'm not... I have a, a slightly different take. Because when I first logged in, uh, I did play a little bit before I left, and when I first logged in after updating it, I actually went, wow, okay. I was impressed by the lighting, and I thought it was pretty amazing. I, I did. thought it was I really was too. good. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that I've been noticing, like when I did the Mantis and stuff like that, it, it looked really sharp. It took me back for a little bit. I was like, I, that outfit it's still looks no like substitute. Crap, I was like, it's <laughs> no substitute for new content, but it does it does add some appeal, and I, I will agree. I, I'm still in the camp that we are close to that new content. I think we're very close. That's why we're getting a little now, minor update right now. Here's the one thing I will say the lighting made better. So when we were starting this game, they came out and said atmospheres will affect the light, the color of the uh, sunsets and stuff like that. I see that more with this new lighting than I did in previous lighting conditions. So it does hold, make what they said about the different atmospheres affecting the solar light and whatnot accurate. Hmm. Well, but that's been my week. (laughs) <laughs> Archon, so you only played on Saturday. What did you do? I worked on the Ryujin quest for a little while. Um, I only got about 45 minutes of time this week, unfortunately, because 
as soon as I got into playing, my wife reminded me that I had more important things to do than to play because I was leaving the next day and hadn't packed anything yet. <laughs> so I got up and started packing and stuff, but I did work on the Ryujin quest a little bit. Um, I'm infiltrating the bay or the the tower now, which is my favorite part of the whole quest. So I'm getting fairly close to the end. Yeah, you have a few to go. Yeah, I'm not too far away though, but I'm getting close. And then uh, after that, I'm planning on working on the main quest some because I haven't done any of the main quests hardly at all yet. I think. Uh, I haven't even gotten Andresia yet, so yeah, I'm not <laughs> far into the main quest at all. So that's probably my next step, and then as I get a little higher, I'll probably knock out the the Crimson Fleet because that's the last of the major, besides the main quest that I have left to do after Ryujin. So nice, getting there slowly but surely. I, I am planning on putting a little bit more, a little extra time in this week since I didn't get much time last week. If I can, we'll say that because I am still here in Chicago until Friday. I won't be home until late Friday night, but then I have Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. So hopefully the plan is to get some time in, but, you know, Super Bowl this weekend and being gone all week, I'm going to have stuff to do when I get home. So we'll see how much time I can get in. If we actually do record next Wednesday, we'll be recording on Valentine's Day. Ooh, we might have mm-hmm. to record early that week. Why is everything falling on dumb days? Yeah, all of our record days fall on like really bad days. But uh, I don't think remember. I would be alive to record raw nerdy on the weekend if I record on <laughs> Valentine's Day. So. Yeah, I was gonna that, bring that up. Like I just realized that today. I was like, oops, one of us is actually taken, and that might be an important thing. And one of us is almost taken, getting another there. Another of us is 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 got somebody he's interested in so we'll see how things go we might all be busy that day <laughs> i'll be in san diego oh this is a rated pg show sir hey yeah. i just made a sound that's all i did however you interpreted your own thing everyone knows what that sound <laughs> is sir well guys i have a lot to talk about yeah you do yeah you have so, a lot a lot to talk about i started out reloading or went to go reload my challenge character. You guys gave me permission to do it to see if it was a bug. I was going to go to a previous save. And my character, Joe, which is my challenge character, because I wanted to hear Vasco say, you know, Captain Joe, wasn't there. In my character selection, it had my pirate, my diplomat, and my main, but no Joe. So I panicked a little bit, kept my head, and I decided to do the show all saves. And sure enough, he was there as my... He had two saves in there. So I rolled back to the earlier one, which is when I saved about halfway through the Manus Lair, finished it out, and I had zero issues with the puzzle. The turrets did not activate, and I did it the exact same way I did it the four or five times I tried it before. So there had to have been some kind of bug. I'm convinced of it. But my character remains alive, and if he does die, he will be done. I did claim the Razor Leaf, which is kind of useless because I have the free starship. Yeah. But I will use it as a base to build a new ship if I ever get to that point where I can. Because, you know, that's there's two ships in the game that have a quality base you could use to for story elements, and Razor Leaf is one of the big ones. You know what level I did the Mantis Quest at on this playthrough? Two. I don't know either, because I haven't done it yet. <laughs> and at this point, I mean, I don't know if there's any point to it. But guys, yeah, I, I haven't done it either. 
I had the luckiest playtime in my recent playing with this character that I've ever had in a game. And I got the Mantis suit and its stats were complete poo-poo. Garbage. So I reloaded and I tried again and again and again. On the fourth try, I got the best stats I've ever gotten on this suit. And it kind of brings up a talking point that some of our listeners wanted to talk about. But on the fourth try, I got on the uh, suit itself, I got plus 40 carry weight, 50% less weapon weight, minus 15% damage from beasts. On the, I want to say the pack or the helmet, either way, 25% less um, resource weight on the helmet. With mirrored, which with 15% less damage from robots. 15%. The pack had minus 15% damage from energy, plus 20 carry, and plus 10 to stagger. The only one I did not care about was the stagger. Everything else was phenomenal. Especially the damage reduction on the suit and all three pieces, really. I'm still trying to comprehend how a helmet gives you 25% less resource weight. (laughs) Well, apparently it does. (laughs) <laughs> it's the new technology, man. So what do you guys think? I know that, Rook, we said a couple times like what we value on these suits. But it, 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 to me, it all depends on what kind of character I'm playing and how I'm playing it. So right now, my, my survival character, the survival aspect of it is way more important than the carry weight aspect of it for me. Oh, so, I won't. I won't yeah. deny it. Uh, for if that if I had that suit on uh, Kaylin, my explorer, the only thing I would be upset not having is my assisted carry, which makes it where I burn oxygen a lot less when I'm over encumbered. But plus forty carry weight, plus twenty carry, so that right there is plus sixty. Mm-hmm. Then your weapons and your resources weigh fifty and twenty five percent less. That's amazing. And then all the damage reductions, like fifteen percent less from beasts 15 percent less from robots and 15 percent less from all damage or energy damage mm-hmm. that yeah, that's pretty big is a lifesaver so that suit was the most amazing suit i've ever gotten and i think i would have been happy with that on on just about any character i played and you just the trade-off is you just have to look like doo-doo yeah but i don't care the mana suit I, is so ugly. I can't wait till they give us the ability to change skins on that suit I, yeah, I I hope they give us the ability to do some type of like custom skins and stuff because ugh. they have the feature in there. We know that because it's there. yeah, if you bought the contest. the extra thing, you got new skins which I've never used. So that's, used, it's there. All it is is it makes your constellation uh, suit look more constellationy, and then makes your uh, cutter have the constellation paint colors. Well, my point is though is that there's that functionality there. Yeah, now, if they put the there. same functionality where we can color it, similar to like our ships, awesome. That would be cool. They should literally make our suits have the same build design as our ships. Do each At one least. with two or three color palette and then just mm-hmm. do that mix. It doesn't have to be like 50 different colors on it. At least yeah. then you could turn the mana suit green and it would be <laughs> it would be cooler. If it were green, it would be cooler. Then you'd actually look like a mantis. I would actually turn it black and orange. When have you ever seen a black and orange mantis? doesn't matter. It'd be a stealth mantis. Because you wouldn't see it. That's the point, right? See, I would make it black and yellow and call it the wasp. Ah, see, okay. my, uh, That's clever, my, too. My suit's already black and orange, so I love mm-hmm. the UC suit, man. That is my favorite suit. So, yeah. So there you guys go. I mean, it depends on how you play your character. Like, with Rook in, def- in particular, he, has, he does a lot of exploring, so that weight is an issue. So his most important stat is something that's going to reduce that and help him run with it. It just really depends on how you play. There's a couple of them that I think are completely useless. And Stagger, in my opinion, is one of them. But, yeah, yeah. that's my preference. I mean, Stagger has its uses, but 
not enough to make it worth it. So I'm running uh, on my explorer the Pantus, the, the Pantus, okay. The Mantis pack that I actually got early game. The stats are, the actual resistance stats are. However, I keep it because of that assisted carry because I overload myself a lot. And being able to go normal speed back to my ship versus having to stop every five minutes or every five steps, it seems like, yeah. is great because I'm burning. Yeah. If I go normal speed, it's like barely burning oxygen and I get there at a decent time still. Yeah, yeah. so that's where your importance is. Mm -hmm. When I was playing my main in the beginning before I got the always on stealth ability, or always on chameleon. I always had to have at least one piece that had chameleon on it. Because that, that ability for stealth playing is very, very important. Problem so, is, is when I'm running stealth, chameleon is not going to do me any good. Because unless I'm on a planet with no oxygen, I take the suit off. Because stealth is so much easier without suits. Well, I'm usually doing my stealth sniping. Yeah. Which is an open planet most of the time. And if I'm mm -hmm. there completely invisible, I, I, I've taken out entire bases before they even realize they were in danger. Wait till oh, you my, finish. Wait till you finish Ryujin. My only stealth character right now happens to be also a melee character, so not making noise to get up behind the guys. Yeah, you're gonna love the end result of Ryujin. That's for sure. It's my favorite yeah. suit in the game. If I survive, it's not even Ryujin. a suit. It's just like an outfit, so you can wear it even without armor. Well, and that's what I noise. meant. The Ender carry stuff. And did you get the uh, implants from Ryujin? The store? Not yet. Not yet. Some of them are worth it. I'll look into it. I completely, to be honest, I completely forgot they had those because my bounty hunter got the implants. A lot of people forget about that. I try to do, go into Ryujin every now and then when I remember to and get them on my character, at least a couple of them. Uh, I have one more thing, guys. So early in the game, I mean, this is a while back when we first started playing, I had, I was having issues telling the difference between energy weapons and particle beam weapons. The easiest way that I found to really know which one is which is, is, is by the ammo. And there's a big, you have to know the distinction because there are actual perks that will increase either or. And for instance, the energy weapons or lasers use the kilovolt, LZR ammo, which is laser. And the, uh, the particle beam weapons always use fuses. Yep. So if you have, that's how you easily way to determine which one is which. And obviously ballistic uses bullets. <laughs> All right, let me see what else I got going on here. Are you sure uh, ballistic uses bullets? I thought ballistic uses fuses. And oh. and particle uses bullets. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> so I was jump. I jumped to a planet after I finished that the mantis and uh, the UC was a, the typical fight scene you find where you, the UC is fighting the ecliptic. And I sat there and just waited and waited and took one little shot at one ecliptic to make sure I did not hit any UC and end my life right then and there. And they came up and <laughs> held me and did the whole thing of. Don't know how, I don't know if we'd ever survive without your help. And I just died because I just took one little shot. <laughs> yeah. Got credits, salvage rights. <laughs> they're not necessarily the most smartest AI when it comes to that kind of stuff. Hey, you helped and that's all they care about. So I went yeah. and got another power. And the first two powers after, that I got, this is that lucky streak, which is unusual for me, like highly unusual. I got after the initial power, that's always the same. I got personal atmosphere and sent star stuff. The two nice. I use the most. Two and those are random. Do you, you don't really need sense star stuff as much if you're not a 
little sneaky sniper, though. Well, it does still help me plan out my, my course of attack if I can see where the enemies are instead of blindly bursting into a room. That's fair. Yeah. I did start the UC quest line with the full intent of doing the Crimson Fleet when I'm given that option to deviate from there. I, I could have stolen something like Rook's going to do, but with the RP of my character, that's not how he's, that, that's not what he would do. So I wanted to do it the legit way by going joining the UC first. <laughs> and I didn't get past stage four on very hard in the simulator. <laughs> stage five wrecked me. Uh, the more I play this game and the more I'm convinced that House Varun will be a focal point, if not like a major side point of either this expansion or the next expansion. Because how it's integrated in all the different stories in different ways is mentioned here, mentioned there, not much else into it. We don't see any Varun settlements anywhere. We rarely see their ships. We rarely see their character, the actual Varun. See, I see a lot of their ship. Well, in terms of like against the versus the pirates, the ecliptic, Crimson Fleet, they're a lot less. They're less. I see them more in certain areas. But I do agree with you that at some point they're going to have to be a focal point because of the lack of stuff about them. They're going to become the the next major faction questline, if not the actual story. But I don't know if it's going to be a part of the story. I think it's going to be a faction questline. I'm wondering if it's going to be a big part of the story just because when you do the UC questline and you go into the uh, Veyrooms, what's that place called? Embassy? Mm -hmm. And you actually read the terminal in there? Right, I've done that. It really makes it seem like they're coming back out uh, after being hidden for a while. So I think they will be a big part of this next expansion. You know, you have a point. You have a point. That's what makes me think they ha- they're going to be a big part. I, I'm still in my mind convinced they're going to be one of the main factions. Only because of the fact that UC and Freestar are factions and they're faction quests. And I think they're going to tie that into it. But that's my opinion. And it, hey, you guys out there listening... Someone could, like, write down our predictions for the expansion so we can know exactly who was right and wrong. <laughs> it, it'll be easy. It'll be just Archon was right. No, oh, is that uh, what it is? Yeah, I, can, sure? I, can, I can see it. I can already see it. I'm using my psychedelic powers. I, I, I already played it in one of my dreams one time, and I know exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> All of a sudden, you fall asleep when you go through the pool. Have y'all seen the newest, um, the newest thing about... If you reach new game 100, new game plus 100, you, uh, uh, they have the unity and then they have a faded picture of the back of the cart from Skyrim in there. Oh, I've seen that joke since like day one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm curious, guys. Have you ever picked up any Varun suits? Yes, a lot. Then it's just you me. I, a lot. I haven't seen. I, I say I've any. never seen one. I haven't either. Uh, I've picked them up a few times off of Dead Varun. I've picked up their weapons, but I don't remember picking up any of their actual suit pieces. Now, their their suits look sh- a lot like, um, I want to say the exploration suit, but they have a little bit a darker color to them, like a darker green color they to don't them. Look, I looked at the suits that they have on display during the UC they don't look like those. Display. But then again, you got to think, we're in the future from that big conflict with the Varun. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've not really... I loot them, and I don't ever get their suits. Another know. thing I was wondering about, do you think we'll ever get the ability to use something like Starborn ship parts in the future? And the ability to actually alter and upgrade our Starborn ships? Because if the Starborn become a major player in the future expansions, 
maybe that will be a possibility. Well, one of the big updates they promised was new ways to travel. Maybe well, one of the new ways to travel is being able to build your own starborn ship of some caliber. I don't know. I think that might be stretching it. And the new ways to travel, I think they're going to go away from the whole ships. New ways to travel. I'm wondering if it. I, I hope it's land-based travel because yeah, well, just running everything, running everywhere is a pain, especially if you get overloaded. But at I the want same Star Wars-style speeders that I can upgrade and modify. <laughs> they're gonna have it. Watch. They're gonna have everybody hyped up for this, and then they're gonna add in. You can now mount the back of Vasco and rock right around on his back. <laughs> no, they're going to let you tame animals. As so long as I can ride put bumper mounts. stickers on them, I'm good. Well, that, that would actually be cool, being able to tame animals. Yeah. Yeah, so, that would actually be really cool. Here's what Shattered Space really is. They're going to combine No Man's Sky and Starfield and go, bam, there you go. It's shattered. <laughs> well, my last thought actually was on that. What if Shattered Space was all about the alternate universes, a.k.a. New Game Plus. I know that Archon's mentioned this a couple times, but what if it adds a whole bunch of new quests and storylines that can only be obtained through certain New Game Plus universes, and they make that drop rate of getting those universes, you know, that's, greater that's than That's what, what I was about to say, is they would have to make them greater than 15%. So here's the thing with that. That sounds like a great idea for an update, that does not sound like a great idea for an expansion. That's not enough content for an expansion. How do you know? Because an, an expansion needs to have a lot of meat to it. That's just like an update thing. Oh, yeah, we added some more quests for when you're in... No, I meant actually like go. major story arcs that are done through certain New Game Pluses that are different based on which universe you get. That was just a random thought I had. I mean, who knows what I mean, it's going to be, but... if they added a quest line where you could take the Sarah plant and go plant her and make her into a Sarah tree, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I am Sarah. Yeah. You the, you go outside of... Uh, you go outside of... the You go outside of uh, Constellation's base, and that big tree that's normally there, instead there's nothing there, and you actually have to plant Sarah there so it grows into a big tree right there. A Sarah tree. <laughs> you actually have to go water her occasionally. <laughs> the Sarahverse. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Joe's thoughts of the week. Sorry to hey, put you uh, through it. Hey, check chat real quick because that's the uh, Varun's the Varun spaceship, or not spaceship, space suit. suit. Yeah, it looks very similar to what they put on that was on display. Actually, yeah, that's yeah, actually those. what you pick those up. You pick those up off of bodies. So I just probably didn't remember. Nothing significant. Yeah, they're not very standout-ish. They just look I like know that they suits. do have... Actually, no, we had someone uh, in chat in our Discord that did find a legendary Varun suit. Yeah, that's with mechanized. That caveat. Yeah, the caveat was resistance to ballistics. Resistance to ballistics, and it was mechanized, so it actually could carry more weight. So, yeah, okay. I just, I guess they're more rare. Or I just didn't even think about because I never pick up suits. Unless they are Dude, legendary, prob you probably just didn't think about. Yeah, it. most likely. I found the weapons. Oh yeah, several I, of the weapons, but I, I pick up every really weapon I can. Any of the suits. That <laughs> suit does not look familiar to me. I pick up all the suits, so must have all the suits. So let's go ahead and get into the news. So Rook, take it away, man. All right. So in our Discord, somebody posted the latest update that's in beta right now. Uh, update 1.9.67. Just a little it quick had... thing. Sorry. I actually follow Bethesda's Discord, and they it pinged on my... If you guys can do that, if you go in their Discord, 
you can set it to give you updates and give you notifications of it. And it did mm-hmm. that first thing this morning. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a bunch of fixes and improvements. Um, nothing major. Uh, they have graphics stability and miscellaneous. We'll start with the graphics. They added support for AMD Fidelity FXTM Super Resolution 3 or FSR 3 for the PC. Um, they added support for the I- Intel XE Super Sampling uh, for the PC. This also this next one's also PC and it's fixed an issue that could make the clouds appear to vibrate when using DLSS. I saw that. Mode. I was wondering about that. <laughs> um, I haven't seen clouds. that myself because I don't run DLSS performance mode. So uh, fixed minor I... visual artifact with that could occur when aiming with a weapon or task swapping. Under stability, I didn't even know this was an issue, but they changed how form IDs are freed when loading saves. This should improve stability for saves that have visited many locations. Oh, that, that sounds good for you. Yeah, that's that sounds good for me. You. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder what kind it. of save bug I got. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure because remember, uh, I had one that dropped 50 hours of gameplay from from my thing, yeah. so that sucked. Uh, fix a crash that could happen when making changes to the ship that required all items to be moved to the cargo bay in the shipbuilder menu. So I, I don't think I've had that one, but I've heard of several people in Discord having that one before. And then finally, under miscellaneous, they have two things they fixed. Uh, one was reverted a change that caused the, da- the data menu to open when taking screenshots with F12 on the PC. And then fixed an issue causing the resolution scale to reset to 1.0 when switching from full screen to window mode using DLSS. So there's small minor fixes, but... yeah. I, one of those might be the cause of us losing saves. Yeah, they're, they're ramping. I think they're fixing all the minor things because they're ramping up for something big. Exactly what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it has yeah. all the signs of that. I so, I, so I think we're in for it soon, which is a good thing to be in for. Now, I know everyone's wondering and everyone's seen it. There's a big rumor. And I want to clarify the rumor part. Of Starfield potentially coming to PlayStation and other Xbox first-party titles. Now, the original source that everyone's been citing, all the different articles have been citing from, claims they have an anonymous informant. Inside source. Yeah, it's inside an inside source. source. But here's the thing, and here's the part that makes me believe it. Okay, so the rumor is not only Starfield, but they're also talking about Halo, Gears of War... Um, the new Indiana Jones game, several of of Xbox's big exclusives, they're saying that they're going to release them on PlayStation and Nintendo, or or at least they're going to release them on other other platforms. That's what they're saying. But when the rumor came out, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, instead of just saying, "You guys are silly. This isn't what's happening." He said, next week, we're going to be holding a press conference to discuss the future of Xbox and what our plans to do are, which all but confirms it. Because oh, no, no, that does not confirm anything. It could go the exact opposite. I don't think so. I don't think that he would quick hold a press conference to talk about what they're planning to do. Well, they have to, to get their entire PR department involved in how they're going to respond. Right. I mean, it's a big, big thing for them to move their first party titles. He's well, so he, Here's at- my... Looking at Xbox, though, in the in the history of Xbox, just about every console they've come out with, they've lost money on. Mm-hmm. That is they're true. Making, they're making their money off of their first-party titles and off of their 
Xbox Live, whatever, Game Pass, whatever you want to call it. So if they stop making consoles, which is, is the rumor, is that they're planning to stop making consoles and go the way of Sega and just be a publisher and produce, like keep their Game Pass and release their first-party titles on other, on other platforms, they're going to make an insane amount of money. They're backing out of the console war that way. I don't think they're going to back out of the console war. I think they Uh, are. I think they're actually... I think they're actually going (laughs) to... I don't think they're going to back out of the console war, but I do think they're actually going to put their first-party software for other systems because that'll make them that much more money. But they've been... Go ahead. Let me ask you a question uh, on that regard, then. Why? Mm -hmm. Why would you do that? Because arguably most people if you look most people believe that the the playstation 5 is better than the xbox the reason they buy the xbox is for the exclusives what reason do you have to buy that system if you can buy that game on playstation so if you're going to give your exclusives to somebody like sony so that they can produce them as well there's no point in making your systems anymore because you know PlayStation's not going to return so, the favor and say, "Hey, here's Spider-Man and here's, you know, God of War not- and all my other big games." PlayStation's not going to do that. So I don't think it would be a good thing for the gaming community if that did that course happened. Here's here PlayStation is, will go up to a thousand dollars a unit or more. Yeah, here's I mean, my thought Nintendo. on it. Here's my thought on it, and the reason why I don't think they're actually going to do away with their consoles. Is because I think they'll do that and not ramp as hard on their consoles, allow them to drop the prices of their consoles. So they don't, they're not going to be pumping out a lot of consoles having to make up that negative equity they have, for lack of a better term, on every single console. Now they can just focus on finding a way to make them cheaper and make them where they don't have to actually be the best of the best of the best. Um, and just make oh. it where they can run their games. During well, the why Wii's... would a consumer buy it? Why would a consumer buy that system? Because like if you can make your system... They like the, the community better. There's a lot of reasons. If you, you can, can make Xbox your game... clone controllers for PlayStation. Hey, if you can... Uh, somebody does have an Xbox controller. I, I've talked to somebody who have figured out how to link their Xbox controller to a PlayStation. But that's says If you can make your console cheaper then people will want to get your console just because it's cheaper than what your main rival can do. So a lot of people go to the Switch. A lot of people went to the Switch because it's, A, it's Nintendo, and B, it's cheaper than the other two consoles out right now. Well, okay, so say the Xbox was $100 cheaper than the PlayStation, roughly. Okay, say they made it cheaper, and it was $100 cheaper. But if I buy my PlayStation, I can play all my Xbox games and I could play my PlayStation games. Why would I buy the Xbox? Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, it they didn't make say that sense. every exclusive would be going over. Well, Halo, Gears of War, like, Starfield, see, all your good ones. I didn't see Halo. I didn't see Halo. I didn't see Gears of War. All I've, I seen from, I've seen from Gamer Rant, Gears of War, and I've also seen articles saying Starfield, but... Not anything about Halo. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta keep in mind that a lot of these people are going to be saying things just to get people reading them. Now and the, the the catch is Gamer Rant. I believe they're going to be releasing their titles because Gamer Rant usually puts out decent information. Usually do, yeah. Sometimes they've been wrong a couple of times, but not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it it boils down to this: if they do do this, awesome. 
I'm going to be mm-hmm. so happy for the people who play PlayStation who cannot play Starfield. They'll get a chance to do it. I think it's going to be great for those people. But I won't hold any weight on it until it's confirmed. Because I've, I saw plenty of rumors that were published through many news articles during the Wii phase of Nintendo saying Nintendo was going to drop the hardware and put their software on as a third party. Never happened. So if they confirm it, awesome. But I'm not going to hold my breath until they do. The difference there is Nintendo could literally operate at a loss for the next hundred years and never go bankrupt. <laughs> and, and the difference there is if if you brought if you brought Halo and, and Gears of War and games like that to pl- to Nintendo, who would want to play them? The graphics, the graphics would be horrible. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen Mortal Kombat 11 on, on yes. the Switch? It is I have so Mortal bad. Kombat 11 on. It's horrible. I have it on the Switch. It's horrible. <laughs> Rook, look at uh, look at chat. Yeah, I, yeah saw I saw that, and I see that right there. It says a job ad that may hint at. So right. again, it's rumors. So we'll see. Right, we'll find out next week. Next week we'll know for sure. And and I honestly, I hope they do announce it for announce Starfield for PlayStation because I think that was a big mistake. And I know I know from my sources inside Bethesda that they were fighting Xbox tooth and nail to not be exclusive, but they had no choice. So they wanted to go on to oh, on big the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes they sense. They wanted multi-platform release. Right. Yeah, because you get more, A, it gets more money, and B, yeah, no, just A. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like, I, was talk- I was talking to, to Rook about this when, they first, when the news first dropped and stuff, and, like, when you look at a lot of the negative reviews that Starfield have gotten, a lot of them have been from PlayStation fanboys that are like, we yeah. can't play. Yeah, we've well, all had that conversation a few times. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe releasing on PlayStation will change their minds a little bit. And they'll be like, so, hey, look at how great this game actually is. <laughs> Gears of War and Starfield, I can see, because Gears of War is also one of their big titles that a lot of people wish was ported over to PlayStation. Those will be interesting to see on PlayStation, especially this game, because I, w- I would love them to add a multi a cross-platform multiplayer aspect or to this like, game all right guys the um what's it called the the pad on the playstation controller mm-hmm. add support for that that'd be cool <laughs> we'll hopefully be bringing you guys good news next on our next episode or roughly there as but right now let's go ahead and get into around discord got a couple little things before we end the show um the first thing was mossy one of our regulars now asked, how does a single player game hold our attention? So what do you particularly like about it or look forward to doing? Uh, mine's simple. It's all about the story. If the story is good, I will stick with it. I will play an 8-bit game as long as the story is good. Uh, oh, also, it has to have enough distractions for my ADD. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually what I think of the difference between what I like about MMOs versus single player, it's pretty stark. I like the MMO aspect because I am with all my friends affecting the world as a group. And mm-hmm. in, in most MMOs, you really don't affect the world at all. No. But in single players, you do. Most of them, you do really affect that world. and You get more immersed into your character because it is you and the world. Yeah. Now, another issue with MMOs is... While the stories are great in a lot of MMOs, you can't actually pay attention to the story, especially for like their dungeons and stuff like that, because everybody rushes through them and you get left behind if you're trying to follow the story. So single player games, I can be more involved with the game and go your own pace mm-hmm. yeah. and go my own pace because I'm not. Yeah, a that, way you don't get, that way you don't get left behind. 
Mm -hmm. and like all your friends are off doing this and you're still back in the noob zone. I, I like the single player aspect because like Rook said, you can tell a better story. Um, mm -hmm. When you're trying to make a game that'll please everybody, you're not building as good of a story that way. Like, the MMOs and stuff, you'll notice it's all about the dungeons, it's all about the grinding, and it's not really about the story, with the exception of Final Fantasy XIV. But that's just because Final Fantasy is used to making single-player RPGs, and they're good at telling stories. So, yeah, for me, it's the story. If I can really get into the story, I'm going to put some time into the game. Now, there is one MMO I'll say I like because you do affect the story the way they did their instances. And that is Star Wars The Old Republic. And that's because of how they did each instance and how you affect the story in that instance. But even that game, you can run that instance over and over and over again. With multiple different characters, yes. I'm talking can... about the the actual uh, main, your main characters. Uh, oh, like story your story arc. progression? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can go, like, evil or good or... Yeah, yeah. You can... and the things you do in that story are remembered by the story. Right. Oh, there's... We, I can get into a whole thesis on this subject, we, so... We can make a whole Raw and Nerdy episode <laughs> about this. Listen to Raw and Nerdy <laughs> yeah. if you guys are interested in this kind of thing, because we do this kind of stuff all the time. I'm pretty sure we did do a Raw and Nerdy episode about, like, MMOs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we, we got a lot of big ones planned coming up, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. All right, so Mossy also asked, what would what would our theme song be for our ships touching down? Like a WWE entrance song. Me? It's easy. It's going to be Thunder by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> okay. Okay. I gotcha. Uh, mine? <laughs> See... I'll let Rook go because I, I want to. He's think over there giggling, so I'm curious. <laughs> He's giggling. I want to think about I, mine for a second. I'm trying to think about mine for a second, and I was like, uh, "Blaze of Glory" by Jovi. <laughs> I'm going down in a blaze of glory. It's not an episode complete without Rook singing. <laughs> mine would be the Power Rangers theme without the words, just the. That's it. That's it. I'm gonna have to one up you. Mine will be the Pokemon nope. theme without words. Nope, oh, you already know. Because that Pokemon video, they're, they're, the opening is in space. So, <laughs> Guys, we're degrading here. <laughs> How can you do the Pokemon theme without words, though? That's, that is the whole theme. Mine's right, just fine. the guitar. Or, or depending on the planet I land on, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> that ACDC song. Um, I, uh, I can't Highway to Hell? Yeah. <laughs> I could be good. All right. So back to what you're talking about here. So a couple people in chat. I think it was Mossy and I forgot who else. I'm completely brain farting on it. Sorry about that. We're talking about, they were wondering about the correlation between the NPC who dies. So it's a little spoiler. We're sorry about that. I'm not going to tell you when or where. And if they are the starborn at the end of the game. And the answer is just yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the whole point. Whatever one you let die is the one that becomes a starborn emissary. It, it's that simple. There is no ands, ifs, or buts about it. Yeah. yeah. I thought I would clarify it on the air for him. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know how I can make draw out this conversation. It is literally, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Budsky, one of our newest people in our Discord. We got quite a few new ones. So hi, everybody. Yeah, he asked, has anyone been able to get a picture of the hunting shark well in the waters under Neon? I had to look this up. I didn't know it existed. I didn't and know now, you could go under, in the waters under Neon. I want to go out? swimming in that water because that shark looks B.A. And well, I know about the, the Chaz Ambassador down there, and those look scary as crap. But, but the, the, the water is so well. far down there. How do you get back out? That's what I was going to say. I cannot get down there to it because as soon as I jump into the water, I die. It's so far down. You hit the jetpack, man, right before you land. Well, not all my characters are running the but boost pack. how do you get back <laughs> out? Fast travel. Can you fast travel while you're in the water? I don't know. I've never been in water long enough to try because all the planets I've landed but on, a lot of the videos I saw me. were people <laughs> jumping off a of neon, landing in the water, and going around. And as soon as you kill some of the chasm bass, the hunting shark whales start to come in on a feeding frenzy. But no, I didn't know. I didn't know about this. I didn't so, know there were creatures guess, down there. Guess who's going to have to find out now? We need to send our <laughs> explorer in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Go. All right, I'll send Kaylin in. He, well, actually, no, I'll send Rook in. He's level 70 and has all the cool stuff. I feel like we need to change Rook's name from Rook to Dora. <laughs> Rooka the Explorer. Uh, no, that doesn't work. The Explorer. All right, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, I, I just learned something new. I was today years old when I learned that there were creatures in the water <laughs> underneath Neon. So. Well, Thank I knew you about for... the Chasm Bass because they fish it. Yeah, I, true. To make their, their drug, so. I thought they talked about the uh, okay, they, hunting shark they well, too. Down there. <laughs> thought they talked about the hunting shark well, too. I don't remember. They might have. But I didn't know that existed until that question. What's the thing they have on display in the uh, fishy, stinky area of Neon? Is That's that the, the chasm, chasm bass? bass? Yeah, right. what they use to make um, Aurora. Okay. Huh. Well, now yeah. I might have to check that out myself. And they'll look even cooler with the new lighting. I'll just do a save on my main character, dive in, <laughs> get that screenshot. That's where the issue is with if I use Rook. Rook doesn't have b boost pack. So <laughs> he just, jumps just, in. He's not coming out. <laughs> just do it on Captain Joe. Let's see. <laughs> then he dies. I'm done. <laughs> oh, that's a risk. Fine, I'll create a character. I will create a character. I will call him Captain Jack and we'll jump off. But his last name will be Daniels. Captain Jack Daniels. Oh, he's got to be Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be uh, Captain Jack Pigeon. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get hit by copyright. <laughs> no, that's going to... Well, yeah, is there anything else? Um, I don't think so. I think that is every bullet point we have on here for today. Yeah, that's going to wrap up our show. It'll be about yeah, 45 minute, 50 minute show, which is not bad. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have a lot to talk about in the very near future about the new content coming out. And about whatever this press conference is that yeah. Xbox has in store about Starfield. And we'll get more time in on the game. Find, <laughs> yes. find out Xbox bought out Sony. <laughs> oh, gosh. That would be a heck of a, heck of a purchase. I think they'd be going bankrupt <laughs> after that. I believe that would almost be considered a monopoly. Yeah. It was for Nintendo. Well, I don't know. Microsoft did get out of being called a monopoly once. So. <laughs> and then yeah. they were called a monopoly after. Is it really raining again? Yes, it's supposed to rain here it's tonight. All it, 
That's all it does in California these yeah, days. Yeah, we've had crazy, crazy rain. But anyway, if you guys haven't heard Raw and Nerdy, please go check it out. It is everything nerdy from books to TV to movies to video games to board games to tabletop games to science to technology. So, just our as last, fun as it sounds. Our last episode was all about tabletops. But now we have to do a cartoon episode. Saturday but we, night yeah, we went on such a huge divergent <laughs> beginning of the show, and we had a, a, a guest host from our Discord, Kilo. It, it was a lot of fun. We will have yeah. to do another TTRPG show because we went so hard on a divergent for Saturday morning cartoons. But we're going to have to do that show. Yeah, now we got to do a Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> show and another one. We should have just finished that episode out with Saturday morning cartoons. I know. Right? Yeah, right. Another tabletop show. <laughs> we'll do tabletop we some other day. Now we got to do a part two of both. <laughs> hey, more power. We got a part twos of a couple different ones that we got to tangents us on. True. That's the fun of that show. We talk about everything. We have a blast doing it. And we bring on guest hosts from our listener base every now and then. So yeah, if you're interested in that, go on discord.gg forward slash raw podcast. R-A-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S. Join our Discord Come in, say hello, and if you're interested in actually coming on the show, you can message me or one of the other hosts, and we'll let you know the process of that. And you never know, your comments may end up in our, in our show segments about yeah. around around Discord. So, And like always, guys, you can reach this show for business and other information, starfieldraw at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at starfieldraw, Facebook at starfieldraw, and our Discord. You just send the Discord. Not Discord. I meant Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> Raw Instagram. Podcast One. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> and it's all just kind of like, come together. And if you guys would like to meet us in person, the three of us will be at WonderCon this year, all four days. Yep. Four days? In Anaheim, three California. Days. Three, days. three days. All three days. All three <laughs> days. So if you we, are there. We've been talking about doing a, a meet and greet and gather of some kind of like a dinner or something like that. But you know, if you're interested in that, let us know. Yes, yes, yes. We'd love to meet our fa- our, our listeners. All right. You could follow us individually. You can follow me at, on Twitter and Xbox and Steam and everything at The Widget. T-H-E-W-I-G-I-T. You can follow me on nearly everything as Tomcat213. Um, except for Steam and X, it's at Rook213. And you can follow me on all social media at the Archon 606 or on all video gaming subscriptions, whatever you want to call them, at quick, Q-W-I-C-K underscore D underscore 606. And like always, thank you so much for listening and have a fantastic weekend out in the stars. Y'all stay safe out in the star field, everyone. Enjoy that new lighting. (laughs) 